Thanks for tuning in to the teaching ministry of Mike Hilson, Senior Pastor of New Life Wesleyan Church of La Plata, Maryland. It's a church that plants churches and of Where You Are Church, an online church helping people reconnect with God through practical content and a growing community. Hey, we're glad that you're taking time to listen to this week's message. We hope this teaching helps you love God and love people better every single day. And if you enjoy what you hear today, consider sharing it with someone else. Now, enjoy today's teaching. Today is July 2nd, and, and today's a big day for, for me and for Tina. Today is our 35th wedding anniversary. 35 years ago today, uh, Tina and I went, uh, went into uh, the First Wesleyan Church in Kannapolis, North Carolina, as Mike Hilson and Tina Allen. We walked out as Mr. and Mrs. Mike Hilson, and so it's been 35 years she's been putting up with me, so... Uh, so just want to say to her how much I love her and what a blessing, what a blessing uh, the past 35 years have been. Now, let me tell you, that actually works beautifully. And I would love to tell you we planned it this way, but we did not. It just worked out this way. The Holy Spirit does this sometimes. Uh, where today we're talking about real versus fake. Uh, that's the series we're in. And today we're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about real love versus fake love, and 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 wow, what a, what a day to, what a day for me to do that, right? Because I, I got to tell you, I, after 35 years of marriage, after watching the world uh, around us develop and go through and do what, I can just tell you that our culture's current idea of what love is is not just wrong; it's harmful. It's 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 frightening. At times, our current culture's idea of what love is, and they get it wrong on almost every on almost every point. I mean, the idea you you do realize. I hope you guys realize that nobody's finding love on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. You don't go on a TV show and find love. No, nobody. This this love is not a ninety day fiance kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, love is certainly not a Temptation Island thing. Everybody, stay with me on this. Love it. Love is love is so much different, so much more, so much better than any of that. Our, our world, our society, our current culture has boiled love down to some very base, um, um, I, I, I want to use a, a church word, some very base carnal things that I, that I don't think actually play as love. I don't think actually work or keep love real or intact in our world. So what I want to do is I want to talk about this. Now, let me, let me, just, let me just point out an awkwardness that I'm, that, that's going to happen today. I'm going to talk about love from the vantage point of the life of Jesus, specifically uh, the last portion of his life. And, and so I'm, I, we're going to be looking at Jesus as we talk about love. And yet I am going to be applying this back into uh, relational love or, or lo- love between men and wife. Or I'm, I'm going to be bringing it back to that. I'll also be bringing it back to other relationships. So there is going to be a bit of an awkwardness in the, in the application, but I want you to hear hear me the the truths the precepts the concepts that we're going to go over in the life of Jesus are absolutely applicable in every loving situation you will ever face so so here's what I want you to understand I want you to understand that love is not what the world is currently throwing at you love is something deeper and something more look John chapter 13 verse 1 
Jesus is toward the end of his ministry. We're headed into the last weekend. It was just before the Passover festival, it says. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Look what it says. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. He loved them all the way to the end of his earthly life. Here's what I want you to understand. Jesus came to the earth. Jesus is God. He is God who was born into a manger, who was born as the child of likely a teenage mother, an unwed teenage mother. So he is God in heaven. He becomes part of a crisis pregnancy. He's born into a broken family situation. He's raised by someone that is not his earthly natural father. All of this is true of who Jesus is, right? And then and then he he loves people, he teaches people, he ministers with the with the disciples. Now he's coming down the end. He knows he's about to be killed, and he loves them to the end. Here's what I want you to pick up. Jesus did not do any of this because he had to. Jesus did not do any of this because it was required of him. Nothing of it was required of him. Let me tell you something else. Jesus did not do any of this because he felt like it. I, I, I just need you to understand. Well, let me just go to the point. Love, stay with me. I'm going to freak you out, okay? Love is a choice, not a feeling. Now, pause, pause, everybody, because I know what some of you, some of you are freaking out right now. I know you are. You're freaking out. Calm down. Love, there, there are feelings that go with love. I get that. I know that. But in the end, if love is to last, it must be a choice. It's a choice you make at some point to say, I'm going to love this person and marry this person. So somewhere back in, it wasn't in July, it was before that. Prior to July uh, 2nd of 1988, I made a choice that Tina was going to be the only woman in my life. And so I, I, I made a choice. I've had to make that choice over and over and over and over again every day since. So has she. We both have to choose one another over and over and over again. He said, oh, but, 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 but you, you, you feel love. Yes, yes, you do. But those feelings change. They morph. They, they, honestly, they ebb and flow at times. There are, there are, look, marriage, what Billy, Billy Graham and his wife, Ruth, they sat down with uh, Phil Donahue, someone that most of you don't even know anymore. And, and they had an interview and Phil Donahue asked Ruth Graham, have you ever considered divorce? Her response was divorce? No. Murder? Yes. And so that, that, so there are moments you don't, you're not feeling it so much, right? But in those moments when you're not feeling it, you've still got to choose love. We know full well that in the Garden of Gethsemane, we're going to get there later, that Jesus prayed, what if I don't have to die for these folks? We know that Jesus wasn't always feeling it in his human side, but he chose to love us. And in choosing to love his disciples, he loved them all the way to the end. And in choosing to love you and I, he will love us every day, every minute, every second of our existence here and every second of our existence in eternity. Love must be chosen. Listen to me. The world, this is where they fall down. They, this is the first place they fall down. They, they only equate love with a feeling. And when that feeling is gone, you hear them say, well, I fell out of love. Well, what? You what? I fell out of love. That doesn't mean anything. All that means is I choose not to keep trying. That's what that means. And the truth is you can't make that choice if, you, if your love is going to be real. Love is a choice, 
not a feeling. Feelings come and go, but the choice stays. Luke chapter 22, verses 3 through 6, we look at an opposite picture. We had Jesus here. Let's look at a different picture. It says, Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve. And Judas went to the chief priests and officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. He's followed Jesus. He has loved Jesus. He's now going to choose not to. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. Love is is a choice, not a feeling. Love must be unconditional, not transactional. The some people argue, some people argue that 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 Judas actually was not trying to betray Jesus. And I, I can actually buy this argument looking at Judas' reaction a few days from now. But but um but what they say is Judas was trying to force Jesus' hand to make him step up and be the Messiah that Judas wanted him to be. And so by turning him over, he would force Jesus to start a fight. And so some people say that Judas actually wasn't trying to betray him. But what he was doing was he was transactionally using his relationship with Jesus. And that's not how this works. Listen, everybody listen to me. Love is a choice, not a feeling. Love is absolutely not transactional. I don't choose to love someone just because of what they can do for me. I don't, cho- I, I don't, I don't choose to love Tina just because she can serve me or make me feel good. I don't, that, that's not how that works. Love has to be unconditional. Love has to be there no matter what. I ha- she has to choose to love me even in moments when I'm not so lovable. The truth is, and I have to choose to love her in the same type moments. The truth is we have to make these kind of choices. Look, let's, let, let's go be outside of the marriage relationship. Let's talk, about, let's talk about our kids for just a minute. I have to love my kids even when my kids aren't being real lovable. And yes, sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens. I have to love people, my friends, even when they're not being so lovable. In fact, the ones who love you when you are not lovable, those are the ones you can count on and those are the ones you never let go of. The truth is we got to understand that, that, that the world is working on a transactional basis. Look, can I, can I, y'all, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't in any way want to make this awkward, but the world wants to love you because they want to get laid. And that is not how this works. This is a thing where you choose to love somebody for the sake of who they are because God gave you the capacity to do it. This is not transactional. You don't love somebody because they have money or you don't love because somebody because they're hot. You don't love somebody because they're, they, they can get you in the right position. Or, or, you don't, none of that. You love people to love people. That's who God told us to be. That's what Jesus showed us. Love is unconditional, not transactional. Love is a choice, not a feeling. And then, then you get down to Luke chapter 22. In chapter 22, it says, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives right before he's arrested, right? And his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling on the ground. Jesus Jesus is 100% human and 100% God. The 100% human side of Jesus wants out of this agreement. 
does not want to have to go through with the cross, understands what's about to happen, knows the pain he's about to, about to suffer, understand, and is, wants out, does not want to. Here, I want to show you something. Love is a choice, not a feeling. Love is unconditional, not transactional. But I want you to hear me. Love is sacrificial, but not suicidal. Yeah, look, look, I, I, want you to, I, I want to make something very, very clear. We have to choose to love, and it cannot be, it has to be unconditional, and it has to be a choice, okay? An unconditional choice to love. But if loving someone is, is dangerous, is bringing danger to your life, is, is going to, it's going to get you killed, love is not suicidal. It is sacrificial in the sense that Jesus says, I'll go die on that cross if that's what it takes to deliver them. Look, let, let, me, let me put it this way. For my wife, for my kids, would I die for them? Absolutely. In a heartbeat, wouldn't think twice about it. Yes, yes. Do I want to? No. And that's natural. That's the way it should be. This is not a suicidal thing. I think sometimes, I think sometimes, sometimes Hollywood, sometimes the world around us, they glorify people who die for this or that or the other thing to the point that you almost, it's almost a suicidal thing. They're out there trying to die for somebody. No, that's not the idea. Love is sacrificial. I will sacrifice anything, including my life, if I have to, because I love these people, right? But that doesn't mean I'm looking to die. Jesus is not looking to die here. He's not being suicidal. He's being sacrificial. There's a difference in those two, folks. And we've got to understand that love, look, watch the track. If I choose to love unconditionally, then I'm willing to sacrifice whatever it takes because I'm already into an unconditional choice, right? Sacrifice is natural when you've made an unconditional choice. That this just it, it all starts to make sense. There's no rocket science to it. It just stacks up and you start going, oh, okay, that makes sense. It makes sense to sacrifice for somebody that you've unconditionally chosen. The truth is nobody, it, it, everybody hear me. If we're trying to be Romeo and Juliet, that's mental. That's not loving. And then the truth, that's not, nobody needs to go there. But the truth is, we need to understand that sacrifice is natural when you have made an unconditional choice. Jesus has now been beaten. He's been hung on the cross. And we get to Luke chapter 23, and we read these words, verses 39 through 43. He was hung between two criminals, and one of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said. Since you're under the same sentence, we're punished justly for we're getting what our deeds deserve, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember you when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Love is a choice, not a feeling. It's unconditional, not transactional. It's sacrificial, not suicidal. And love is forgiving, not condemning. Watch, can I just show you this? This actually makes sense if you look at it in order. It is natural for me to be forgiving with someone that I am sacrificially, unconditionally chosen. If I have sacrificially and unconditionally chosen this person, then it makes no sense for me to hold a grudge against them. Because I'm going to be here. Y'all, listen. Listen. 
it makes I understand the pain. I understand being hurt by someone you love. I understand being hurt by someone in your family. But your family is your family, and they're going to be there the rest of your life. Your friends are your friends, and they're going to be there the rest of your life, right? So if you allow yourself to hold grudges or to be condemning of them going forward, you're doing nothing in the world but introducing a chosen pain into your life when what you need to have done is have a chosen love that is unconditional, even if they do mess up, that is sacrificial because that just seems natural, and now is forgiving. Is forgiving so you can move on. The truth is, when we hold grudges inside of loving relations, you know what, I can't even finish the sentence. Grudges and loving relationships don't go together. To truly love someone is to know how to forgive them. And you've got to learn to do that. You've got to. I think I, so many times I sit down. I don't do much counseling anymore, but when I would sit down and do counseling, you, you, immediately you knew there was a problem because it's like, you know, these people sleep together, but they don't know each other. They, they, it's like they haven't talked in weeks or months and they haven't because they're holding grudges. And they've allowed the anger and the hurt to so invade their hearts that they're no longer choosing to love. When you choose to love, it will not be difficult to choose to forgive. God chose to love mankind, therefore it wasn't difficult for him to forgive this thief hanging on a cross. He's literally sitting here going, he's hanging on this cross going, you're why I'm here. And of course he forgave him. Love is a choice, not a feeling. Love is unconditional, not transactional. Love is sacrificial, not suicidal. Love is forgiving, not condemning. And then you get Jesus in Luke chapter 24 meeting with his disciples after his resurrection. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. He said to them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things, and I'm going to send to you. I'm going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you've been clothed with power from on high. This is the Holy Spirit. When he led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And while he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. And then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and stayed continually at the temple praising God. Love is eternal. I'm going to give you a big word eternal not temporal it's not temporary watch it only makes sense if i have unconditionally chosen if i have sacrificially unconditionally chosen if i have forgiven out of my sacrificial unconditional choice all these years then frankly that love is never going to die it will last forever i'm not saying i, I you got to hear me I've been married 35 years. My wife will tell you the exact same thing I'm about to tell you. I am not telling you it's easy. I'm not telling you this kind of love is easy. But I'm telling you it's real. And it's a whole lot better than that fake stuff they're going to offer you in the world. It's a whole lot better than just chasing the next person to wake up with. It's a whole lot better than just chasing somebody somebody else to make you feel better about yourself when in the end it's yourself that's the problem. You keep dragging your problem around with you. 
And you got somebody got to find somebody that will choose you unconditionally, sacrifice for you because they chose you unconditionally, forgive you because of that sacrificial, unconditional choice. And when all of that happens, you'll find a love that is eternal. And that honestly, you're 35 years in and you're pretty well convinced you just started. Pray with me. Father God, I pray love over everyone that's hearing this. I pray your love, your peace, your direction, your capacity to love. Lord, in husband-wife relationships, in parent-child relationship, in brother-sister relationships, whatever the relationships are, Lord, I pray love. Love that is chosen. Love that is unconditional. Love that is sacrificial. Love that is forgiving. And love that is eternal. Thank you, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining us. We hope that this resource helped you in your journey towards loving God and loving people better every single day. If you enjoyed this, please take a second, share it with your friends. And last, we wanted to give a special thanks to all of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you all that this is possible. And if you'd like to learn more about how to partner with us financially, go ahead and click give for more information. We appreciate anything that you can do to help. So thanks again for being a member of our online family. We love serving Jesus with you.